This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, everyone. So, as you know, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network has our own individual feed set up for us uh, for the Caps Chirp Podcast. Definitely check that out um, for us exclusively. And please, if you would, write a review and rate us five stars only. Right, Polly? Yes. That's that's your only option. Five, five stars. stars only. Five yeah. stars. <laughs> so with all of these individual feeds, you have the ability to go straight to the uh, podcast you want. In addition, you can subscribe to the network and go, or you would get um, every podcast as an option when they come out. Right. There is also a new podcast coming out on the network. Yeah. Um, it's an all-female lifestyle hockey podcast. They're calling it The Hockey House. So, check that out. Uh, we'll, we'll be retweeting when things come out from the Hockey Podcast Network. Right. So, Hockey Podcast Network, you know, we got um, one for each team. We've got one from Terry Ryan. We've got Analytics. Now we're going to have an all-female podcast. The Hockey Podcast Network is bringing us the best content and doing what they can to improve fan experience. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, you know, folks... As I'm sure you know, the um, the world is in turmoil right now. So, why don't we crack one open? Maybe our last, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and discuss. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. So <clears throat> the season's been postponed. I'm pretty butthurt. That sucks. Yeah, uh, I. Didn't really take it serious until all this started happening. The NBA, the NHL, and then I really took it serious when they canceled March Madness. Right. I mean, how many billions upon billions of dollars think are being lost right now? Right. And that that's what makes me think this isn't some hoax because if it was a hoax, there's a lot of people that are losing money that I would expect – wouldn't be cool with this going down. Right. And uh, I just got a CNBC alert. The CDC is recommending that all functions that have 50 or more people be canceled for the next eight weeks. So if the NHL follows suit with that, they return mid-May, early May. Yeah, it was like May 10th. Yeah. Um, so the AHLs postponed, ECHLs canceled. Um, I think the only people that are doing sports right now is down in Mexico. They're doing soccer with no att- no fans. Well, I did watch UFC this weekend. They were in Brazil, and it was camera crew, commentators, and fighters. That was and it. And that's it, huh? Yeah, well, the the whole staff, trainer, and all that, but right. it was funny because when they were announcing things—I mean, not funny, more just like odd, weird. Yeah, yeah they would announce things, or like when they um, 
hit the blocks together for like the last 10 seconds of the round, right. hearing it echo <laughs> in these arenas, it, that was that was crazy. Yeah, and I mean, um, not not much to get pumped up about when you're walking into an empty arena with your pump-up song, right? Yeah. Did they still and, do that? Did they still have like an announcer come out and be like... Well, yeah, they had him walk in, but you could hear the guy talking, so if they did have the music, it wasn't really a thing. Okay. Like, we couldn't hear it on the TV, but it was the it was one of those UFC days that are on cable TV. It wasn't right. pay-per-view, so mm-hmm. that kind of worked out because other than that, we were just watching like Thor Ragnarok on TNT or something <laughs> like. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess to put this into perspective, the the Stanley Cup. So I th- I definitely think that Bettman wants to award the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, on the cusp of this new TV deal and everything that's been going on, he still, I, I'm sure, is set on having a some sort of playoff or whatever. Um, and the cup will eventually get awarded. I think. Um, I don't think that. I think that they will play more games to determine that winner. I don't think he's just going to give the cup to whoever won the President's Trophy. I, I I don't know, though. I mean, everything is so fluid right now, so I'm sure that you guys are getting flooded with news. We're getting flooded with news as to how this is going to play out. But eight weeks is a long time. Yeah. Basically, that would put us... That puts us at the final. Like, if May 10th is around when the final would start or be over, really, right? Well, at least the conference finals. Like, yeah. Sometimes it goes into June. Right. So, so I think... You know, they have plenty of options, but the way I look at it, they kind of have two options. They either finish everything and it just gets backed up, or like they just pick up where they left off and play into the summer, or they have like a shortened playoff, maybe only like division teams and one right. wild card, or like the, the the two division winners and then two wild cards. Yeah, and, you know, I was saying that if it was only going to be a month, I would do it this way. I would have a full playoff schedule, but I would cancel the rest of the regular season except for five games. Basically, get everyone to a point where they're all even. You know what I mean? So, like, if there's somebody with two games in hand, they'd only pay, play, like, three. Well, you I think right now everybody's around the 70 mark, so they could cut it off at, like, 72. Right. And then it's well, just... Well, I was going to say... Give the teams one week to practice, then do like five games in in a one-week, seven-day span. So like two back-to-backs and then a weekend game. Like a back-to-back, a day of rest, a back-to-back, a weekend game. And then from then, because then you you have the teams who were on the cusp getting one last shot to get in. The teams that are in an ability to defend that position. And then you start a full playoff schedule. Yeah. And everybody gets a chance to shake off the rust. Yeah. And I feel like that that would be the most fair way to do it. But if you think about it, if we did a full playoff schedule, um, I mean, that's what a two month long tournament, Mm -hmm. you know, so July, August is when the cup would be awarded. And then, Two months later, the season would start again. Yeah, that'd be tough. 
crazy. So, uh, I mean, I know the guys, I know the players probably want to play. And I don't think this would be a big deal. But a lot of people are like, man, offseason's crazy. What does that do about like reopening the offseason trades, things like that? I think that it would be easily managed if you did it right. But again, who knows how long this thing is going to last? They're saying that the run of the entire virus till it stabilizes in the United States could be three to six months. Which Damn. that's scary. Yeah, that could really um, affect a lot more than sports. Right, right. In the past, um, the Stanley Cup has only not been awarded twice. 2005 and 2000, or in 1919. So the Stanley Cup was first awarded in 1893. It's like 126 years ago. It's crazy. Um, And at that point, it was just like the top part of the cup. And it was awarded to the winners of the National Hockey Association versus the Pacific Coast Hockey Association. You got the Stanley Cup there. And that was like part of a series called the Challenger Cup. So real old school there, right? Yeah. In 2005, we had an entire missed season. So the cup wasn't awarded then. And then in 1919, um, the world was also dealing with another pandemic, the Spanish flu. Um, and it wasn't awarded then. Now, that was in a championship series between the Seattle Metropolitans and the Montreal Canadiens. Um, and it, the series ended up being tied before they, they cut the season there short. Um, this was a pretty serious though, yeah. you know, um, members of the Canadians had contracted the disease and actually defenseman Joe Hall died a few days later, later after they, after the series being tied in them and the, in the league putting a stop to play. So, really, uh, makes it feel real. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty, uh, I guess that's a legit reason to stop it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know, Caps fans, it's trying times. Um, we hope you guys are all safe and healthy. Um, and if you're not, you know, self-quarantine or quarantine yourself, and hopefully you get through it. For sure. Also, be on the lookout. Um, this past weekend, they were replaying some old games. So okay. if you need uh, uh, get your fix in, they, what, what chat? They were, they were playing that on the uh, NBC Sports Network there Washington. in Washington. Yeah. yeah. So Saturday was all caps, and then I think Sunday was some Wizards games. <laughs> so yeah, if you need if your you Washington, watch well, it was when they went to the uh, finals against Boston, I think. Okay. Well, it's basketball, so. Yeah. You know, I think we have the NBA to blame for a lot of this, to be to be completely honest. Well, they were the first professional athletes to have it. Right. Basketball's always fucking it up for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. I mean, honestly, this was inevitable. I think once once everyone realized how intense this was, you know, uh, from our standpoint, what we're going to be doing for you is hopefully bringing in some more... Um, Interviews, getting got, uh, hosts from around the Hockey Podcast Network in, probably targeting a little bit more maybe non-hockey um, subject matter uh, with 
thin ties to hockey, maybe we'll just open this podcast out up basically. And, uh, you'll get to see a little bit of our creative side. Yeah. If you have any suggestions, tweet at us. Um, we were thinking of if there's anything we can talk caps related that we can pump some tires that we haven't already done this year. Cause we've just pretty much every episode has been all about Ovi. <laughs> oh, that's <clears throat> when we were talking about options. I I was going to say, uh, hopefully they finish the regular season because that's Ovi's record setting time. Right. And we'll get into that. We're not going to get too deep into it this episode, but the hockey chill hip check is going to be about how Ovi's getting gypped, uh, this season by missing, you know, what, 12 games, uh, and his, uh, inevitable passing of Mike Gardner. Uh, yeah. It's three goals away. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well with that, uh, we could just go into some, I mean, now this is probably a little dated now, but there were some major injuries, uh, before this whole cancellation was and you know if the nhl does come back this all could be negated but mckinnon um was out one to two weeks with a lower body injury and nate thompson out a minimum of two weeks for the flyers with a sprained knee yeah so for guys like that or gensel in pittsburgh although all of this stuff is terrible that's happening for them it's nice because they might get to come back Right, and, and finish out the season. So And the Avalanche, they're pretty much the walking wounded. So this break might really benefit them as a team for postseason play. Absolutely. Um, I mean, as far as uh, – I mean, I just – we hope you guys are, are staying strong because I'll be honest, I've been kind of lost without hockey. Um, it's given us a good opportunity to like regroup though. And I think that we're going to be able to bring you guys some great content regardless, but I went out and, and I'm buying in. I went out and stocked my shelves. I got some canned goods and filled up all my gas tanks and probably going to get my motorcycle running here soon. So just in case I need to like be like Daryl from the walking dead, (laughs) ride a motorcycle around shooting people with a crossbow. Well, I've got plenty of hockey sticks if someone tries to break into my house. Those are my weapons. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. So hopefully you guys are doing good. We're managing. I mean, what a time to be unemployed for me. <laughs> well, <clears throat> at least you can't get laid off due to the economy. <laughs> right. And basically all I've been doing is collecting that unemployment check and, and applying to remote positions. So. Kind of cool, <laughs> I guess. But um, we do have one game to review for you guys, so why don't we get right into the Washington Wraparound. All right. Well, one benefit to this whole thing was the Caps were kind of shit in the bed. So it seemed like the only team that we could beat was the Pittsburgh Penguins. And on... Monday the 9th at Buffalo, that rang true. A 3-2 to two shootout loss. Brutal. Um, you know, I guess it's good that we got a point here. I, I barely remember this game. I'm pretty sure that the first two periods were poo-poo. Oh, <clears throat> Buffalo dominated. They completely controlled the game. Uh, 
Jack Eichel looked very important out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Caps just did not look good. Right. Um, in the third period, Ovi got his 48th, and then Orlov got a nice little gift off of a off of a skate on an own goal for the for the Sabers um, off the Sabers defenseman. You know, I agree. I mean, Buffalo really drove play the entire game. Um, whenever the Caps did get possession, they kind of just pissed away their opportunities and got held to the perimeter a lot. Not a lot of second chances. <clears throat> it was. Possibly cycle the puck in the offensive zone and then get maybe a shot that hits net, and then the puck, the play is coming towards us, right? Yeah, they did a lot of that crap where they cycle the puck, hold it on the boards, and then someone like TJ Oshie skates it up to like the top of the circles, and they get a stick on it, and it goes the other way, or shot goes wide. Just too much of you know wasted time. You right. can control. I'd rather come down, get two quick shots, and go the other way, then control for three minutes and knock it a quality chance. Right. I mean, it's not like we were playing with a lead. Right. You know, and we played like that, like we were playing with a lead. Right. Um, And I guess it's a good thing. <clears throat> well, we are lucky to even get the loser point. Yeah. Because, you uh, know. The tying point. Whatever, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> we're lucky to get the loser slash tying point. Um. After the Buffalo's third goal was called off late in the third, um, that was because Skinner ran into Holtby, and you know on that side is where the goal went in. The puck went in. I didn't really think that was goalie interference. I did. It looked like our guy kind of pushed him there. Lars Eller was hooking him from behind, getting him away from Holtby. Uh, Skinner went in there in his own in his own effort. As as a Caps fan, when I saw that replay. I didn't think that it deserved to be called off. Well, it was, I think, a good call as goalie interference has been defined in the last few years. Um, but it's a fucking soft policy. I'll yeah. give you that. Um, <clears throat> you know, Skinner's drifting in. He makes light contact with Holby, and then the puck goes in that side. Um, and all this while Lars Eller is hooking Skinner around the midsection and trying to push him off. Uh, away from the net. So I think that was the big, I think that was what sold it for Toronto looking at this goal was Lars Eller has him hooked and is behind him and doesn't push him into Holtby. You know, Skinner was in enough control, at least that I thought, and I think Toronto agreed that he could have changed direction, gotten out of there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, You know, it's not like Lars Eller was boxing him out into Holpy and pushing him from behind there. Yeah, you know Skinner was had enough had enough uh, freedom of mobility to to go take a different angle. That's all, and I think that's the distinguishing factor there. Um, I guess one bright spot is that we didn't get scored on more than twice during regulation, so that's that's good, I guess. <laughs> um, but all in all, it's a tough game for the Caps. They should have come out. And started a bang right away, imposed their will on a small, spe- a small, mostly disorganized Buffalo team, right? Um, instead, they fucked around and got dumped. Allmark, you know, give him credit. He had a great game. Caps had a couple good looks at him, and he saved them. Um, you know, they needed to realize that, that at that time, you know, maybe not so much anymore, but there's teams that are gunning for them. 
you know, it's a very big statement and a big uplifting thing if the Buffalo Sabres can beat the Washington Capitals. Yeah, it's a, a point of hope. If, you know, if we can beat these guys, maybe we can get something going here. Right. And everybody's gunning for it, too, you know? Right. I mean, this is something that, that they want. They want to spoil the Caps, and they want to prove that they're not bums. Right. So, I mean, if if we ever get back to playing hockey, the uh, the point of emphasis is going to be that, especially if it's something that we talked about earlier, like if it's an abbreviated five-game stretch or three-game stretch or whatever, that teams are going to be gunning for the Caps, and the Caps need to be in playoff mode win now. Right? Absolutely. Um. Anyways, should have got to there, and that's that's when the world fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, that was Monday, and I think did they postpone it? It was Tuesday or Wednesday. Like Wednesday. Yeah. Is when they were like, uh, shit's going crazy, and then they were like, oh, Thursday they were like, because Wednesday I think the NBA called it quits. Okay. Thursday they were, the NHL in all of its infinite wisdom was like mm, we're gonna wait yeah. <laughs> and then thursday morning they're like okay yeah we're gonna have to do this so yeah um should have played detroit that night <clears throat> i'm pretty upset they were gonna play chicago at home hillary knight team usa women's team stud she was gonna be between the glass so it's kind of a bummer not only is she getting uh she isn't gonna get to play in the world championships this year she got Screwed out of that opportunity. That was, that was tough to see. Um, as the NHL continually includes more women in uh, off ice and the analyst side of the game. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of missed opportunities there. But really, the only saving grace I feel like the NHL and sports in general has right now is that this isn't anybody's fault. Right. It's not like it was poor planning or somebody fucked up and now we can't play these games. All this stuff is really out of of each team and the league's control. Uh, I think they did the right thing. I do. Um, luckily, from the latest reports that I've heard, no NHL player who's been tested for the coronavirus had it. Correct. Which is great. That's really Gary, good news. Gary Bettman said, to my knowledge... No, right. no one has tested positive. Right, and that's good. Um, I so hopefully every, nobody gets hurt or or gets sick uh, too badly from this thing. That's the talent, right? But the NHL has to do their part to protect their investment, which is their players. Yeah. So, and and teams do too. Now, one cool thing is that Ted Leonsis has come out and said that he will pay. Uh all of the arena staff and all of the Washington Capitals workers uh, and all the people that support that team through this time. So did that also include wizard games? I do not know, but I would assume. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really a fucking travesty that any major league sports owner isn't going to do this. Yeah. Bobrovsky's doing it in Florida and his owner, you know, is way more, or way richer than he is. A billionaire. Yeah, like these guys <laughs> can just cut a check for a couple hundred thousand and like save these people's lives. Right for a couple months here, you know. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't know if a lot of owners are waiting to do that once the dust settles because, you know, folks, right now it is a very fluent thing. I mean, there's there's no solid answers. Everything's constantly moving. Yeah, it's it's pretty scary. It is. I, I, I mean, Polly, can, you know, you're younger than I am, but can you think of anything that has ever been this impactful I as mean, far as natural disasters? I can remember people being scared for stuff like Y2K and right. <laughs> anthrax. People were right. scared about the swine flu, but like. All of these things people were worried about, they were prepping for, but it didn't shut down society the way this is. Right. I can remember a few instances of, of shit going crazy and this world's fucked. Uh, one that jumps into my mind is the DC Sniper. Uh, that was out in Manassas. And that was a stone's throw away from, from Chantilly, where I lived. So that was Fairfax County. Um, but Manassas out there was, was pretty close. So people were afraid and, and whatnot. I was a dumb, like high school kid. I didn't give a shit. I was standing up pumping my gas, my $5 of gas. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, but I still went out and didn't change my daily life. Yeah. Uh, another thing, you know, because right now, uh, the president has declared a national emergency, which means that that's opening up funding to deal with this, which is good. Fifty billion, I think, yeah. is what they said. Yeah, and and not only that, I mean, that's uh, there's, there's also been tons of money being floating around to try to stabilize the stock market. So uh, I've been buying stock, um, whether that's a good thing or not, I don't know, but I've been buying a little bit. Well, so it's probably cheap right now, right? It is very cheap. It Buyer's is very market. cheap. Yeah, so you definitely uh, maybe my advice is to buy, but do it in increments, right? Because you never know when the bottom's in. So maybe space out your buys uh, because, you know, nowadays a lot of these online brokers, brokerage services aren't charging commission on regular stocks like domestic stocks and things like that. So if it's traded on any major market, it doesn't cost you anything to trade it. So maybe... If you're going to spend $500 on this stock, do $100 a week for the next five weeks and maybe put your cost basis down to a more manageable number. I I just kind of blew 500 at once. So, <laughs> you know, not maybe not the best, but uh, who knows? Um, I um, That's a tangent. But, uh, oh, another thing. Um, I have lived through a little bit of martial law um, again in the DC DMV area, Fairfax County. I want to say Hurricane Ivan, the one that went up to DC. And I think it made landfall and was only like a Cat 3. Well, I know Ivan was the one in 04. It pulverized the uh, Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Like our, where we live. Yeah, uh, they, f- they flooded all kinds of stuff. Right, so that must have been what I was talking about in 04. That makes sense. Um, and that was Ivan, you said? Yeah. Yeah, so during Ivan, I remember flying a kite in my... <laughs> during the hurricane in my um, street when the fucking rain was going Jeez. sideways. Yeah, I'm not, not really the smartest, I guess. Yeah, my... Uh, some people I knew from high school, I guess... 
they they lived near the river and it flooded into downtown and stuff and so people were just kayaking through their city streets. <laughs> mm. Didn't experience much flooding there in Fairfax, but definitely wind and rain and uh a little bit of property damage. Um but again, that was only a matter of less than a week. Yeah. That that happened. Right? Yeah, I mean, well what <clears throat> panic and craziness has been going on here for about three weeks maybe well i'd say it, it it's, it's been, been on the radar for, for three weeks but it's been really intense for like a week yeah. and i think nationwide it's the same and now we have eight more weeks right hopefully supposed lockdown hopefully this does the trick and we're all just ready to get back to regular life in may right we flatten the curve yeah. that's what we're we're all trying to do and, and stop the spread of it um, you know, you've got to think that it's, it's been, it's, it's everywhere now. Like yeah. it, it's there. If you can avoid it, stay away from your elderly relatives. Right. Cause they are extremely vulnerable. Right. Um, wash your hands, be clean, try not to get too bored. Good time to be binging some series, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm watching... Vikings on Hulu might have. Um, I'll probably finish that here soon. Uh, might be a good time to check out Outlander because I've heard a lot of good stuff about that. Uh, yeah. Um, we watched uh, that in Netflix one. Uh, I'm not okay with this, or I'm not. This is not okay, or some like weird girl has superpowers she can move things with her mind i have to check that out yeah i think it's called i'm not okay with this i watched uh afterlife ricky jarvis movie or oh yeah series gervais gervais yeah yeah um he that's on netflix that's is it a, good it's a really good series it's his new like, stand-up is good yeah it, it's just <laughs> oh man he's he's <laughs> it's great check yeah. it out it's on netflix He's a he's a cheeky British bastard. Yeah, in uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, they're releasing some stuff early because people are going to be locked down. Like Frozen Two's coming out now. Oh, how nice of uh, of Disney, the ultimate corporation now yeah. that owns everything in entertainment. Um, well, that's good. I mean, still stuff to do. Caps fans, if you want. To hear us do anything, you know, let us know past, future. You know, one thing that uh, I, oh, I was, I did a guest spot today on the Never Say Die podcast. It's the New York Islanders podcast. That's with TJ and the grumpy old man um, who the grumpy old man is, is at severe risk of the coronavirus, like we said, because, you know, he's old as fuck. But, um, the the big thing here is uh we we were talking and and one thing that that TJ threw out was man think about these teams who gave away first second round picks for rentals and those rentals might not even be used yeah <clears throat> it's really only worth it if they just pick up the season where they left off and return back to normal right, right? otherwise it's not. 
you uh, sold all that all those assets for 10, 15, 10 a handful of games. Right. You know? And you know, I guess that might be hard to do because there's going to be other stuff scheduled for the summer. Right. And so that's the big thing. You're going to have to worry about concerts, WNBA, yes. arena football. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that's going to be in these arenas that you're either going to have to like play NBA and WNBA in the same day. Right. Like stuff like that. Or the NBA and NHL are going to have to cut their season. That's the thing. Um, I, and that's, I think, where the rub comes in. It's not so much that having ice in the summer is a big deal or out of the technological capabilities of e- of these arenas. It's just scheduling conflicts is what it's eventually going to come down to is that now since everything gets rolling again and if NHL games are allowed to come back, it's not just NHL games that were, you know, that are allowed to be back. It's concerts. It's uh, other sports that are going to go through the summer. Um, things like that. That's the big, I think that's the big rub that's going to either make or break what happens with the season. Now, um, I, I don't know. Could, could it be something where maybe they go outdoors again and maybe expand that, uh, you know, but for all, for an already cash flow strapped league, who's already missed out on probably hundreds of millions, if not a bill on missed games because, you know, the NHL does not have big TV deals. They are, their main revenue comes from ticket sales. You know, are teams in the league going to be able to somehow get a arena of equivalent capacity? Well, what if they, uh, NBA and the NHL just bully the other leagues into smaller arenas. So instead of the NHL moving, maybe they make the Mystics play in like Georgetown's basketball arena instead of the Capital One. I mean, that just sounds like a logistics nightmare trying to ink those deals. It does. And on top of that, who's going to win? And, you know, I get you there. You know, if the NBA and NHL join forces in some fantasy Captain Planet, our powers combined shit, um, (laughs) then that would be great. But who, if it came down to it, who's going to win? The NBA or the NHL? Yeah. When it becomes dog eat dog. You know, the WNBA is an extension of the NBA, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine it's a nightmare. You know, I, I think the Kings are pretty much mathematically eliminated, but imagine that they weren't. In the Staples Center, they would have to balance Kings, Clippers, Lakers, uh, what is LA? Women. Uh, Spark, I think. Mm hmm. And then they have an arena football team. <laughs> so yeah. that, that'd be tough. And concerts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Rolling Stones, I'm pretty sure, are touring this summer. Yeah, they're not going to bow down. Right. Rolling Stone, Like, some yeah. of those bands, they're, they're going to be like, we play our show or we don't come back. <laughs> right, right. Um... You know, again, lots to think about, lots lots to speculate on. Uh, what you can be assured of, though, Caps fans, is that we will be with you for the foreseeable future. And, you know, we'll be bringing you consistent content. So don't count us out. 
while some of our stuff may not be completely hockey related, you know, uh, we'll at least try to tie it back there. And we'll try to think of some subjects. And again, if you guys have anything you want to, you want us to talk about, we're we're all ears. Yeah, I mean, for eight weeks, nothing normal is going to be going on. So, you know, stick with us because there's only so much you can watch. Right. You know, at some point, you might need something a little different, and listen to us twice a week for that. Right, and uh, you know. We all know that you cannot stay away from my my soothing, silky voice. Yeah, and my weird voice. <laughs> right. Well, Polly, you got anything else? Uh, nothing that can't wait till Thursday. All right, Capstans, we will see you Thursday. Again, we promise to keep it entertaining. We are going to be bringing you the best content still. Stay with us. See you on Thursday. Talkie Troll and Polly Cupcakes signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin' on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at CupcakePolly. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net on Twitter and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>